0: Going out, going hey everybody, Jim Salmons here with the Kai fishing show live. It's our first one back in a while. You know we were at ICAST, so our um, but our official back in the studio which is basically my office at home. Uh, of course, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Let's get that glare off that can. I'm going to go with my all-time favorite here, Grapefruit Sculpin. Uh, I hope you're enjoying a cold beer on this Friday too. Um, so, you know, I, I was really busy. You know, we were at ICAST for... Uh, you know, several days. And then after ICAST, I was lucky enough to go fishing with uh, Wes Siegler and Russell from Siegler Reels. Had a great time. Went down to Clearwater, Florida, and um, the water wasn't clear. Uh, it was actually really churned up from the hurricane. So we tried to fish there for about a day and a half, and it just wasn't happening. It wasn't productive. The water was ugly. So I decided to make a big move, change airline tickets of where I was flying out of, and went up to St. Simon's, Georgia and what a cool, cool place that is. I had not been there in years and uh, the volume of tarpon we saw was more than I've ever seen in one spot. I mean, they're crashing baits. Um, we only managed to hook up. The hard part was differentiating your lure from this insane volume of bait. Um, and I didn't have lures. I didn't have any of my own stuff with me, so I wasn't fishing effectively. I did hook one and he threw the hook. Uh, Wes jumped one right next to the boat on the fly, which was super cool. But just to see it was so amazing. Um, I would love to have had more time. We only had basically one afternoon or one morning to fish there. But uh, it was super, super cool and just an amazing fishery. You could see that. So great time fishing with Wes and all that. Um overall um iCast was very, very cool as always. Got to, it's more of a big social thing. You run into people you see once a year. Um and that was cool, but you get to wander around and see a lot of cool gear. Um so for today's show, let me get this uh brought to you by Ballast Point um so for today's show i um brought along my good friend james mcbeth with jackson kayak blue sky and orion you're not on the screen yet james (laughs) um and you know we're gonna share some of the stuff that jackson had out there blue sky and then also some of the other cool stuff maybe he saw while he was walking around the show so uh, of course as always we want you to bring on the questions because that always makes for a better show You know, if you can comment, like, share this, that always makes them better. Uh, Make sure you've joined the the, uh, Kayak Fishing Show group if you haven't done so already. That way you make sure you get notified of whenever we go live because group notifications just seem to work better than page. But if you are um, commenting, make sure you're commenting on the Kayak Fishing Show page or the Kayak Fishing Show uh, YouTube channel. Because those are the ones we, were, we will see, and those are the ones we can bring up on screen. So, of course, we will bring all those up, uh, like some of these here. Uh, Gene Wilson saying howdy-do. Uh, Michael, how are you, man? Uh, Reginald, thanks for joining us. Mitch, Edgar, Larry, Jeff, Michael, Adam, at Aiden <laughs> from Del Rio, Texas. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And with no further ado, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna hide something. I'm gonna bring up James McBeth.
1: James, how are you? Good, how are you? Who I was you? peeking around corners. <laughs> kind of fun, if you can't work, you can get a peek around corners. So,
0: James, man, how are, we? how are you? Welcome home.
1: How was your ICAST?
0: I literally, um, probably this morning, started to get my voice back. I I literally, by the end of the show, I had zero
1: voice. I could barely talk. Well, I was was just telling you earlier that my week before ICAST started with Eric Jackson showing up at my doorstep with the 60 foot RV, two dogs, and fat tire beer. And we just spent the whole week uh, scheming, playing and doing a whole bunch of stuff and I, I normally I kind of ramp up to iCast and I kind of get ready. I, I get all my work done. I get settled. Uh, we're doing a couple you know, marketing guys do a bunch of releases during iCast. So you got to get press releases and all that kind of finest stuff. And I got none of that done. <laughs> It was completely <laughs> an unproductive setup and I was fatigued. I was already tired. You know, I told you I bailed on my one wheel. So I was hurt. I was tired, lack of sleep, lack of everything. And then hop on a plane at God awful hour in the morning and, uh, I began, began. And it's like, like you said, it's a family reunion that starts at five in the morning and ends at one o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. You know, every day I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going out after the show. I'm going to be here because you know because you got long days and then a group of people grab you and the next thing you know you're getting back to your room at two o'clock. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a tough one, but it is a great show and that's why that's why we go every year.
1: Yeah, um, it's, pretty,
0: it's pretty exciting this year for sure. Uh, Diane Sombiel, uh, how you doing, Scott? How are you, Santiago?
1: We're both, we're both, gym. Gym. We're both gyms, chims, so they could be saying
0: hello to both of us. Well, we can assume that we're both James. Actually, I actually am James. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, show me the good stuff. I got, she has some stuff here to show you, um, that I'm going to show here. Sean Porter, first time watcher. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Uh, again, throw out those questions, everybody. Uh, Steve Green, my buddy from here in uh, Southern California, or I don't know, he has moved. So I'm not sure where he is now, but good to hear from Steve and Ricardo from Channel Islands, Larry, does Jackson Kayak have
1: tours of the factory? We do. Um, our customer service folks are really good at tours. In fact, there's a couple legendary guy folks I say, there I have, have heard really great tours. tours. Yeah. I have heard there's a couple guys there that do absolutely amazing tours. Yeah. So our rep, our southeast rep, Ian Stewart, kind of uh, created the whole tour program, and it's fun. You know, you get to watch basically follow the life of a of a kayak from a little bead of plastic. To the final beautiful product. It's fun. Yeah,
0: it's cool to see. Um, you know, I've I've done the the tour. Um, I've been through the factories, but uh, if you've never seen how these kayaks are made and and each step, uh, mm-hmm. if you do, if you are in Sparta, Tennessee, yep. it's it's well worth uh, swinging by. Is yep. it is it something if you want a regular uh, drop in
1: kind of thing or is it a yeah? To- give give customer service a call. And uh, let them know, you know, obviously, the more in advance they know, the better. Um, it's a busy, it's always a busy time of year. Um, but uh, they make room for you, for sure. They love doing it. Yeah,
0: like I said, they're very cool. Mitch, you said you. I get to meet James
1: tomorrow? Yeah, you're going to uh, Muskrat. We're going to Muskrat Lake there, Jimmy. Uh, Muskrat Fine. Lake, uh, uh, kayak anglers of the Utaway, um, uh, K-A-A-O, association of the Udoi, sorry. Uh, we go, we have about seven or eight events every year and starting with crappy in the sp- spring, um, cause the fishing's crappy. <laughs> I was going to say, or is it shitty? <laughs> Language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, then we have a few bass ones. We got a pike one. And so we are got to go around the whole Ottawa Valley, up in Ottawa Valley, Canada. And, uh, so, uh, we have really great following, uh, you know, we, we had 40 to, 80 people showing up depending on the, the event. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of um, great, well, there's so much good fishing up there. Yeah, I, I
0: always love going up there. There's so much water. There's so many, you know, hidden lakes and stretches of rivers. And, you know, it really is a, a fantastic kayak fishing destination. I mean, yep. I mean, just from the very first time I went there and did the Ottawa and almost drowned and, but the stretch, <laughs> the stre- about the almost dying thing, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that whole stretch of water in between rapids. I mean, for kayak anglers is just amazing. I, I mean, I, I've never been up there and I mean, honestly, it, it, and I've, you know, I've traveled all over the world. Some of the most reliable fishing I've ever had that I know I go up there and get a good
1: shoot is up there. You can fish in the wind here. Yeah. True, true story. You get, you get a power pole, eight foot power pole. You can, you know, when you're out in the ocean, sometimes the power poles, they don't work. So um, it's a thing. Right now, it's just starting to to peak everything. You know, the lily pads are out, so we got great largemouth. Smallies are kind of getting down deep, so we got great smallmouth fishing. The muskie are getting really big. It's not too warm for them yet, although today is 35 Celsius, which is probably one something Fahrenheit. It's pretty hot. Oh, hot. Um, so getting, getting hot, but uh, everything's biting right now. It's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh, very cool. Hey Mark from Kansas City. Thanks for joining us. Daniel from Sydney, Australia. I still gotta get to Australia. I've never been other than landing at the airport. I've been to to New New Zealand Zealand like four times, but I've never been to Daniel is inviting you. Daniel saying hello is the same as inviting. I think he's inviting (laughs) me. Pretty Uh, sure me. And Robert Brown is actually watching from our YouTube channel, which is cool to see some people watching it over there as well. So, James, um, let's start off, you know, talk about ICAST, um, about the stuff that Jackson, Blue Sky, you know, what what you guys had out there that was new for ICAST, Um, the new EJ boat Mm -hmm. and um, a new um,
1: Kilroy, right? So a and a new Yupik. Um, so kind of two sides to the JK ICAST experience. One, obviously, I think I like using the word bell of the ball because I'm big, you know, uh, Beauty and the Beast fan. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, the bell of the ball was the, the Bass Angler 360. It's basically the blue sky boat with a trolling motor. So, you know, it gets you to, you know, typical kayak speeds between 7 and 8 miles an hour you know really good kayak speeds 7 8 miles an hour and it gets you into the weeds it's got kind of a center steering so and it's hand it's either foot steering or hand steering and you're cutting around wherever you want to go and you're just basically standing on the thing and moving around it's a lot it's a lot of fun to use um so we've got a lot of attention cool electronic systems um yeah so just-
0: for anybody who who's wants to know that we did a live wallet at ICAST. You can kind of get a look at it. And there's quite a few others out there. The interesting thing about this boat is it is strictly designed to be electric. It is, I mean, there's no pedal system. Uh, I mean, you could stand up paddle it with a, a sup paddle or something like that, but primarily this thing is meant to have that trolling motor, right?
1: Yep, it's got a motor guide on there now, but we're gonna have, you know, the ability to put whatever you want on it for, for that matter, we're coming up with the configurations as we speak, but it's going to be, uh, it's a fun platform to fish off of and, and actually taking the, the flex drive out of the system, out of the way, you had this an added basically almost three square feet of, of real estate to, to wander around on. So it's even more 360 than it was before. So uh, that went over really well. We have a very predominantly bass, you know, audience at ICAST. So, you know, it's amazing how much bass versus salt versus fly is there right now. Um, but they, you know, we, we had a lot of, you know, the turning heads, you see the turning heads every time they go by the, the booth, they stop and double take. So That was a pl- plastic glitter boat. And it had glitter, which was like, what? <laughs> you had to point that out. It wasn't really bright glitter, but you know, how. So I, I'm going to throw hey. something up here just real quick. Um, boom
0: saw this just got uh, put up on the site today people oh. who you have the blue sky the motor mount i know a lot of people were waiting for this uh, yep. the motor mount for the blue sky is now on the website available
1: it is uh, just launched today uh, we i mean it basically allows you to put a, a little you know motor of your choice on the back whether it's a Torquedo or uh, or otherwise there's a bunch of them out there available to you. So it's, it's like I said, it's a really great fishing platform. And we're, we're trying to get everybody to, to fish from it based on their style and what they want to use and their products and stuff like that. So we're, a lot of these boats, you'll see even with the Yupik and the Kilroy, we're now designing to be modular to to fit the adventure you want to go on versus having a kayak kayak manufacturer dictating what goes on your boat because you're going fishing. Well, the reality is everybody fishes differently. They use different, you know, scenarios for redfish and bass fishing and deep sea fishing and, and what we've done with the Yupik and the Kilroy has made it kind of modular so that you can go out and anywhere on your boat, you could place an item. Well,
0: yeah, that was the thing on the, um, I noticed on the, on the Kilroy and particularly the Yupik, the insane amount of gear track. Yep. You know, if you
1: you can't find a place to mount something, (laughs) (laughs) you're doing something wrong. There's a lot of weird hashtags that come out of from that statement. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but but absolutely, that's kind of the idea. Um, uh, We're going to spend a lot of time working in 2020, 2021 towards accessories and getting new gear from for, for fishing, for hunting, for outdoors activities with your family, all that kind of stuff. We have started it really with Orion and, you know, we we've now provided a cooler that can go in the back. Uh, we're working, you know, more aggressively now, if you will, to to be able to outfit you for your adventure using our kayak as a platform. And if your kayak has too many things already and not enough gear tracks and the tie down points were a huge thing. If you look at the the gear tracks right. as you yeah there's gaps underneath to put cam straps. And instead of using little wimpy bungee cords that mo- most of us have been using for years, now we have, we can cinch down a cam strap and, and hold your tent, your gear, your gear bag, your your duck blinds or whatever in place um, as, as you go out. So um, kind of a blank slate, but a very busy, uh s- slate for a kayak and both the sit inside and sit on top boat that that gets you to the adventure you want to do so
0: yeah um what was the idea of the upic what it means that design is um kind of a combination fishing short expedition kind of it gets a different feel to it
1: yeah, uh, we paid a lot more attention to to how people store things and how people are using boats. Um, one of the comments we've always gotten from our boats is that you know everything seems to be in a really cool, logical place, and we found it that was great. But we also found it limiting. So we now every square inch in your boat is a logical place to put something. If you're a lefty, you put something on the left-hand side. And if you're ready, you can put it on the right-hand side. Anything can be customizable. And there's so much accessories out there from Yak Attack to Railblazer to, you know, fish finders to all that kind of stuff. And in the hunting world, even more so, you've got, you, you, we just needed a platform to be able to, to take it all. And so you wake up in the morning, and you pick the, the the history behind the name, the Yupik tribe of Alaska, are the ones one of the first to use a kayak to fish and hunt from. So uh, we kind of took that spirit and ran with it, and and the name is perfect. So you pick the destin; it's pronounced a little differently, but you pick, you know, your adventure. You pick the accessories that you want to use and how you want to set up, and you know, you pick the waterways, and off you go. Um, yeah. I've been playing with it, them a lot. Look like
0: a really fun boat. You even got the the yep. accessory dog bed for it and everything, which uh, I know so, I know my friend Urf in Sweden would love that because he's got several dogs as well as um Ina is on here as well. Ina, how are you? These are my very good friends in Sweden. I, can't, I I say it every time. It's like this. is What I love about this, we're reaching people all over the world, and, mm-hmm. and you know that's why I have friends all over the world because it's been so. Yeah. You know, you're big
1: in Sweden. I, I'm I'm <laughs> big everywhere. <laughs> I'm huge in Japan. Uh I'm huge in Korea. Uh, uh one, one other note about the Yupik is the the one the thing that re- I kind of gravitated towards is how low profile it is. It's probably our lowest profile boat on the market. Really, uh,
0: lower than because the
1: mayfly is very low, right? It, it is lower than the mayfly. I think so. Um, I really liked the way it rode on the water. We had a gust where we we're at ICAST, and I was standing on it. I was waiting for that typical push from the gust of wind, and I didn't feel it at all. It was kind of cool. Um, so those were, those two were pretty exciting, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of Kilroy fans out there waiting for that second one. So
0: you also. Um, showed off the E-Drive. We did. Uh, you had that on display. Um, did you, did it get, was it on the, I, did, or I wasn't able to get there in time for the on the water demo. Were people able to buzz around that
1: on the on the water? Yeah, demo we, had, we had it on the blue sky that was out there. Um, you know, it was funny. The two most obvious boats buzzing around was the one with the Torquedo from Bonafide and our, our blue sky. And they were just like going kind of back and forth across the pond, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, we have, uh, with the two new boats, Torquedo is working with all manufacturers right now, getting systems set up so that you can, you know, quickly install Torquedo and the U-Pick is set for that as well as our other boats. So that's kind of, kind of cool too. But yeah, the E-Drive is, uh, finally out. We are, uh, I just got a text from Dave, uh, a couple of minutes ago before the show and we're shipping in two weeks. So we've, uh, what we wanted to do is make sure that our Kickstarters all got them. Uh, We thank them very much. Uh, uh, They all got theirs last week. And then we got our second back this week that went to dealers who have uh, outstanding orders. So the orders that were already gone into the system or are being shipped as we speak and the following week, we're going to put up the for sale sign and uh, we're going to be shipping e-drive. Well, I need my ship so I can have my, Finally. I need my two torpedoes
0: and e-drive all on my blue sky going at the same time. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the opposite
1: directions, you know, yeah, you got a
0: pretty,
1: pretty motor, motor heavy boat there, buddy. Yeah. It's well, if you're gonna be lazy, be real lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went I went out with uh, uh, my teammate Scott Barton. I think he's around here somewhere, probably listening. Scott, or he might have been driving. We're going, he's going to the tournament tomorrow, too. Anyway, Scott and I went out, we were musky fishing, and I had the blue sky with the e drive. I had a prototype, and it was a windy day. And he was like, You know how you're pushing your paddle through the wind, <laughs> kind of thing. And I just went, Woo! <laughs> you know, it, uh, depending on the battery, it goes pretty good. I had a big Marine battery. So, you know, on the, on the blue sky, you don't really, weight's not really an issue. You, it's you, you threw, you threw, I threw a $60 Marine battery and it goes for two, three days. You know, it just doesn't stop, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm just, he's, you know, getting to the spot. I've already killed it. You know, I've, I've already slogged <laughs> it with, with, you know, then I'm off to the shoreline and, yeah, I felt kind of bad. Well, that's one of the cool
0: things too, is like with that, you know, you bring your pedal drive with you as mm-hmm. your backup and, you know, and buzz around with that E-Drive or your Torquitos or whatever.
1: Yeah, and so the, it, the pedal drive, what I did was I, you know how you have the two screws. So to take it off and to, to exchange, it's just those two bolts, they, they come off, you lift the, drive, the pedal drive off and you put the E-Drive on, two bolts on. And what I did is I have a second pair of those bolts And I just basically tied the e drive, the flex drive pedals to the back Yak attack track, the one uh behind the seat, right behind the seat, so that that way it's out of the way and it's within reach. So if I do, you know, run out of battery or whatever, I could just pick it up. I'm pedaling, that's very cool. Uh, we have
0: Emma again, she's also Sweden. Mm -hmm. Hi, Emma. Uh, Mm -hmm. Justin's very excited for the new Kilroy HD. Yeah, that was a very Mm -hmm. cool,
1: cool boat. Uh, Buzz saying happy Friday. Thank you, man. We're we're actually joining Justin in October, uh, and we're going to be bringing a Yupik and a Kilroy HD up for that shoot there, Justin. Don't get too excited. excited. Mike McKenna says,
0: my next boat will be a Coosa HD or maybe an FD. Uh, All the kayaks are super cool. Yeah, I mean, Jackson Kayak is uh, definitely been staying on top of the trends. My wife is saying hi to Emma. <laughs> oh, well, here we go. Let's talk to somebody in Spain. Egowitz, how are you, yeah. man?
1: Uh, good we to see should you should have like, a, a map up here that just has a little dot I know, from keep Burbank putting pins. Gonna... Uh, Charles, how are you doing? Good fish. Uh, uh,
0: Mike McKenna, I remember a few years ago when you said you were only a paddler. Well, I am a paddler. I mean, I I love paddling i'll always be a paddler over a peddler mm -hmm. i mean it just works better for me but so i'm just going to skip over the pedal
1: and go straight to the (laughs) e-drive that that could have been uh, sent to to both of us that one i think yeah this is literally the first time i ever got on a flex drive actually that's not true i was in one in bahamas but uh was on was on this on the blue sky so there you go Uh, Charles, he says he wants a mayfly with a motor. That that can be done. Can be done now.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, you know what? Actually, it was a, a very cool. Um, if if anybody has the blue sky and was thinking going to uh, they have. Um, God, and I had his card here. Let's see. Uh, here it is. Um, I'll Innovative, take a video pause. Innovative sportsman. He has come up with the full linkage to tie a torpedo into the steering mechanism of your blue sky, which is super sweet. So yeah. I'm always it's
1: kind of like you're on the Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that personally. Um, We're going to be showing that off. I think it, uh, they showed one off, actually, Torpedo showed a blue sky off. Uh, completely con- connected to the steering at uh, the KBF National Championships this year, and I think at PSR we're going to be showing off a couple of more options for that. So,
0: and I don't know if you if you saw it, and we're talking about other stuff it, at ICAST, um, but if you saw the bigger motor coming mm-hmm. out by Torquito, yep. it is dead freaking quiet. It doesn't make a sound. Yep. You know, yep. normally on the other ones it's like this thing yeah. is dead quiet yeah that's the one they were ripping around in at the- <laughs> that thing's got the juice it'll throw you back in your chair i uh-huh. mean when you first start off it, it it's pretty cool i'm looking forward to uh getting that they've also got a uh, attachment that goes on the downshaft that so you can still use the motor itself as the rudder
1: okay so, cool you- I, see your, I see mitch has said that his two blade on his 360s, now better is a lot better than three blade. Absolutely. So we did a lot of work on the the e drive. Obviously, battery life and being really smart with the, you know, the reducing resistance throughout the flex drive system. And our biggest discovery was that the surface face of the three blades uh, create a lot more resistance. So if you hit current, or if you hit speed, or if you really pushed. The flex drive it got gained more resistance on the, the three blades so the the two prop prop blade uh we, there's two of them actually there's one that's better for the motor and there's one that's better for the paddling so um both those have been kind of a eureka aha moments for sure um and we're now shipping with them so well i think i mean if people think about you know back to paddling
0: you know if you use that big blade paddle yeah, you, you can push more water initially, but you fatigue faster.
1: And you yeah, got wind resistance and doesn't slide in the water as easy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So you use that longer touring <laughs> style blade, it's much easier on your body. You can paddle more. So, I mean, yeah. if you can equate it to that different blade, I mean, it, it certainly makes sense.
1: There you go. Um, yeah. look, Mitch, look for a lot more stuff like that. Uh, we've made some significant leaps and bounds since uh, the first version of the Flex Drive, for sure. And uh, PS, Paddle Sports Retailer, I keep saying PSR, but Paddle Sports Retailer, we have some more news coming out. So uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been, been teased right. a
0: little bit with stuff coming from there and I can't wait to find out myself. Um, here's a question for you, James, you know, being in the marketing, kayaking, marketing end of things. Kobe won best boat. Mm -hmm. Their new drive, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, if you had a chance to look at it, it's pretty freaking amazing. But with that said, it did push the price of this boat to $5,000. Yeah.
1: Well, it's been a, I mean, if you step back and do this study of the kayak fishing marketplace, it's obviously been a very interesting time. And in that, the last, it seemed like the last year or two has been pushing more development towards the lower costing boats, you know, keeping things simpler, uh, figuring out better ways to roto mold and thermoform and do things more cost, you know, cost friendly. And you know, when you're up against the, you know, the made in China, uh, you know, watercraft that are out there everywhere. There's a lot of them now. Yeah. And you're, you know, we're getting knocked off. Hobie's getting knocked off. Everybody's getting knocked off and things are becoming cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. But then it's all the reality is there is uh, as enthusiasts, we always drive towards, uh, you know, not just doing our best, but being in the best, using the best. You know, you're, you're not going to be settled, satisfied with a boat that only gets you halfway to what you want to do in your fishing um, um, and there's always there's always going to be that that market and that's going to be the elite market and um you know the the hobie release reminds us of that for sure and blue sky too you know we're we're in the same boat it's a it's it's a higher priced boat so we're we're positioning our boats a little bit differently there's is still a kayak and you still deal with kayak stuff um we have a there's a huge marketplace available to us who don't want to get into a kayak they want to get onto a boat you know and uh that's where Blue Sky comes in and especially the Bass Angler. Um, you know, there's a lot more people that went through iCast this week and one of my biggest observations saying I'd get on that. You right? know, well, they're used to coming by the Jackson booth seeing little boats that they would never get on. And all of a sudden they walk by and they saw the trolling motor. The trolling motor is what you know, they're like, Oh, there's something familiar. And you you can see the little lights go off and they're right. like, What? You know, well, under $5,000? What? You know,
0: we uh, awesome. We had the one video up of James and I in Louisiana uh, that we posted up. It's had almost a million views.
1: Yeah.
0: And the you, there, there's a, two types of comments. That isn't a boat. That's not a kayak. Why don't you just get a boat? Why don't I get a John boat? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And the other ki- comments are, that's really cool. There's a boat I would get on. <laughs> you know, it's like...
1: We did, we did a really cool the cool analysis of all the boats within that price category. And uh, one of the biggest eye openers for us was that you can't in that category of price category, you can't buy a boat that has all that real estate to walk around on. You can walk in a John boat you know you can walk in a you know some of the the skiffs that are out there but they also don't have the storage and they the mounting systems and the rod holders and the staging areas and you know th- there's tons of stuff that we've kind of bridged into and brought to the marketplace that that a lot of those those craft don't answer to so the only way typically you 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 go there is to buy a bass boat well you know, this is this is kind of like the medium step between, you know, the shore, the the, the dock and a, and a bass boat.
0: Yeah. And what I tell everybody, you know, until until you get on one and try it and see how much fun these things are. It's kind of fun. I, I don't want to hear anything negative because they are so fun to play on. We used to be paddlers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that were like, oh. yeah, was it's like, just such a super. <laughs> fun uh, Brent saying, when will the silent motor be available? Um, they were saying 2020. Yeah, so that is what uh, um, Jeff Little said.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that being said, you know most of their their motors are pretty quiet as is ours, you know. I'm not sure what kind of fishing you're going to do. If you're going to rip into a, a bay full of redfish, you're going to scare them away, but you just don't rip into a bay full of redfish.
0: <laughs> well, that's yeah. kind of the the nice combination of having the electric motor and the paddle ability. You can get close to the area and then yeah. really Curry, stealthily in. slide yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cox had a question. Will you guys be making a camo cover for the Kilroy HD?
1: Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Uh Covers for sure. We've done that before. And I think it's it's a little longer, oops, sorry guys. Uh, it's a little longer and a little wider than original Kilroy, but the cover that we, we did have from Realtree, uh, I'll probably get crap from Damon for this, but I think it still fits. So we have a Realtree cover out there now. Um, but uh, that's part of what I said earlier. There's a whole development phase that we're gonna go into now with, with accessories, you know, uh, um decoy bags and a whole bunch of stuff for hunting and a whole bunch of stuff for fishing and a whole bunch of stuff that, for- that, oh, new
0: <laughs> look, that new kilroy looks just so
1: accessorizable yeah and it's faster than the original kilroy so sit inside wise it's probably the fastest boat it's probably one of our fat if not our fastest boat paddling wise there's wow. no scupper holes there's no resistance tony lee and the design team did an incredible job at shaping that and that thing just rockets um I don't think there's, I think even some of the wreck boats, like the Pungo aren't even faster than that. So, Trucks Michael
0: Vanderbart here on Curacao, a motor, a sometimes very welcome, a lot of windy. Yep. I spent six days in
1: Curacao with a lot of windy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was windy
1: all day, every day. You spent a few days in Curacao, Florida, Louisiana, Panama, <laughs> uh, Puerto Rico, with a lot of windy.
0: Yeah, we get a lot of windy, uh, but I haven't talked to the guys in Curacao about the, they've got good tarpon fishing there. So we're, we're thinking about maybe trying to figure out a way to get, to get back to Curacao. That would be, it's a beautiful place. I mean, most beautiful water you've ever seen. Um, Larry says the blue sky is very cool. Uh, I like the idea of sitting up high on the blue sky easier on my knees. Yeah. It, for me, it is just so much more comfortable to be in that high position, if you're particularly, if you are using the pedals, that was my biggest thing with pedal boats before. The seated position with the
1: legs out was very uncomfortable for me. It's, uh, a, di- it's a different position, different muscle group. You're sitting down more like a. You're, it's a more familiar pedaling experience than than even the the Hobies and the Jackson FDs when you're sitting down in the lower seat. You're pushing out with those boats versus pedaling down, which is what you're familiar with when you're you're pedaling a. a uh, a bike. So right, right. Uh, what else? Did you see anything else that was cool? I mean, I know you, you were
0: stuck in the booth mostly. Yeah, there's, there's,
1: once. yeah there's a few things. Uh, and, and funny it's funny um, because it's. I was saying something. I mentioned you, you told me you wanted me to talk to me about what you saw at ICAST, and and this time especially, and I'm not sure why it kind of hit me that a lot of lot to do with you bringing me out to different environments i i have way too much to look at you know so if, if i went there and i was just bass fishing or just fishing offshore or just fly fishing or you know just one of the disciplines then i would i would kind of confine my greatest hits to just you know i, I saw a really cool top water frog presentation and you know that kind of thing but uh, there's so much out there but one thing that did catch my eye was the yakima um, it was the Yakima uh uh rod holder rod box. I did see that. Did you see that? That was did really, that really one, cool. a fly, a new fly one, and then the other one,
0: which was a more kind of looked like your normal uh rooftop carrier, but totally yeah. set up for rods.
1: Well, I, it's funny you, you, for what seven years we've been in the fishing industry and our our team has grown and if you look at our our facebook page everybody's doing it doing it yourself you know you've got oh i just did diy uh you know fly our rod box you know jameson had one built and left the door open you remember that <laughs> uh, everybody's kind of it's you know storing your your rods all, all all set up and ready to go just to go an hour down the road kind of thing is a thing and I, I I don't think they're that expensive. I think they're you know in the three four hundred dollar range if I remember. And it was perfect. You know it fits like you know eight or nine rods and. Um, yeah, it had like two layers. Yeah. Kind of thing. I mean, I didn't I didn't get a super good look at. it. I just
0: kind of was uh, on my way to a meeting and I saw it and I went over and get, gave it a quick little look. But it looked very cool. And then like I said, they had a, had one for the fly rods as well, which was uh, uh, more tubular for each rod. Uh, probably long, long, too. Probably,
1: yeah, you know. super long. <laughs> the, the other thing was, uh, my son's at the door, buzz off. I'm on the phone. <laughs> uh, the uh, I was very polite, by the way, could have been worse. Uh-huh. Uh, so the other thing I noticed was a lot of the lure companies are going realistic, yes, and uh. You know the first one that i saw was a whole series for walleye because we're into wallies up here right eh? oh yes and uh from um what were they called uh live target and they had the cluster of fish in you know kind of looked like they took a whole bunch of minnows and just you know put them in glue and put them all together. It's, it's pretty cool, you know, and, and some of the theories that these companies are coming up with. So I went to that your your Band of Anglers booth and I sat there for a while looking at, you know, how these things emulate, uh, especially the, the poppers that you can drag trolling behind you. So instead of killing your arm popping, you could actually troll and these things will shake and they'll dive into the water. They come back up, create bubbles. They do everything a popper should do but just as you're getting from point A to point P, you know, point B. So my dad's always saying, always keep your lure in the water. You're not going to catch anything. So. Um, That's it. That's it. And I would say yeah. if I'm moving, I'm trolling. So yeah.
0: even if it's something like that, and like you said that um, the super long distance popper
1: mm-hmm. by
0: a band of anglers, that thing actually swims at a slow speed. So not just ripping it and popping it, it actually mm-hmm. has a side kick if you just drop it. Uh, some of the stuff. actually I had some of his stuff. Uh, you guys all know that I love the Magic Swimmer mm-hmm. um, by Patrick Seville. Well, this is his next one. And he's not one to say this very often, but he says this one is better than his Magic Swimmer. Hmm. Uh, and it's made of that hyper Right. It's much, much tougher. But the way he could rig this thing and kill it out, I mean, it looked like a dead fish, an injured injured fish, or you can straight swim it um he also had um this is a couple different ways this uh shrimp i mean that that looks real and the way he rigs it this way so you're pulling it backwards that tail is actually kicking oh really you're pulling it i mean it looks like (laughs) a real
1: shrimp it swims like a real shrimp shrimp shrimp. so that's what that's what i mean some of these so now you know you know, you know, I, I I tie flies, and you're always trying to match the hatch and emulate the hatch. Forget match the hatch; you got to emulate it with how you tie it, and the use of different types of materials to emulate the actual mo- motion of that bait. Um, now it's coming. You know, instead of like a bold plastic that's just going to shine funny, and rattle, and attract attention, they're like they're taking it a step farther. And I thought that was that was really cool um
0: yeah there's there's just so many um if anybody saw the spool tech you know i've had really good luck with this Mm -hmm. um and what he's done with prove it i mean now again it's got that hyper elastic tough plastic tail because honestly in the original um spool techs the the rubber on it it was a one fish tail i mean if you had got any kind of a toothy type critter it was gone Now this stuff it's it's the one
1: with the hard plastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That that was cool too. And the hook deploys. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. So this is a wire leader. So you can fish a light leader up to the head. And then when the fish hits it, you have a wire leader here. And now the fish can no longer leverage use the the lure as leverage Uh to throw the hook and you have wire.
1: And you have less damage to the soft plastic because yeah, the actual action is taken away from the fish.
0: When you, you know, you just turn this little
1: knob and wind her back in. Are they going to have a motor version of that? <laughs> I'm just uh, just asking. No, I thought that was cool, and that was the other thing I was going to mention. There's a bunch of new technology, and it's more little gadgety stuff that protects your soft baits. So I fish for musky and I fish for bass that you know, as soon as you get the big bass, all of a sudden, your soft bait is blowing up your line. And, you know, the, the heads ripped off the tails ripped off, it's, you can't get the hook back in. But there's some pretty cool technology out there that protect that soft bait too. that that one included
0: for sure. Let's uh, touch a couple questions here comments, Charlie bond, will there be a camo color
1: for the bite? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, new Colors coming out soon. I think it's, uh, we're setting up the program. So Paddle Sports Retailer, which we've mentioned a few times is when we kind of, it's, a, it's the starting of the gathering of 2020 season. Uh, the new colors have been decided. I just don't remember what they are. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it and I'll text back on this uh, comment stream. Dave Fowler
0: need a higher seat in the Mayfly. Haven't some guys kind of retrofitted themselves
1: to get higher seats? Yeah, there's a a bunch of stuff there's been a bunch of activity on the bite too so the bite has a new seat um and it has a new locking mechanism that we were showing at icast oh right that's right so there's the seat was a little too straight so we curved the back of the seat we have a new comfortable material and we have a nice little latching system that goes on that's all going to be retrofitable to your current bite Uh, (laughs) the, the bite seat itself is super high so um uh, we are going a little bit higher, and the seat that you see in the, the seat system you see in the UPic and the Kilroy are high as well. Um,
0: uh, Luke says, How about those guys putting a dog beds on the kayaks? I love it. Yeah, that was really
1: cool on the UPic." Yeah, I I don't know why he didn't show the cat bed. But <laughs> I, was, I was like, You get a dog bed? Why isn't there a cat bed? There's probably
0: more. Uh, Charlie L says, uh, Can we bring the yellow jacket color back?
1: Well, you know uh, you can you can, pay, you can pay for custom colors, right? It's a little higher, yeah. This these days, you know, your you're, uh, uh, there's there's two colors that did really well historically that I've always liked. Uh, uh, Black Widow, of course, that was one of my favorites. Black Widow is really good, and you know, using the Black Widow name is a thing, but don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> But they got a spider on their boat, so it's really kind of cool. Anyways, never mind. Spider envy. Uh, so black widow is a cool color that was really popular, um, and uh, yellow jacket uh, was one of them. Arctic is another, is a third color that's been been popular for us. So we tend to kind of make some match, bring it back, and try some new colors. So we'll always have like a classic color in the mix and a few new colors to try out. And uh, but it'll at some point it'll come back probably.
0: Mike McKenna says he loved the videos from iCast. Thanks, you're welcome. I wish you know honestly I had planned on doing a lot more, but uh, I did have quite a few meetings, and I did, like I said, I did get trade show voice, and I was just my I, I just couldn't really do them at some points because I, I just had no voice at all. Mm. Um, but that was good. We had a lot of really good meetings with uh, current sponsors and potential sponsors and you know so we can keep this thing rolling
1: yeah keep uh, busy is a good thing at that show so you're up at like i said five o'clock we have breakfast meetings and then you're on the show floor it's it's an eight to six show so it's not like it's a nine to two show like some of them and things like that it's eight to six so you're constantly talking and uh, uh it's a thing for sure the voice well, if you're, if you're constantly talking, that means you're busy and... Time and, goes by fast.
0: That's a Absolutely. good thing. And, and, of course, the fact that beers show up in, in many of the booths around 4
1: o'clock. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> Actually, in hindsight, it was a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did have a
0: heck of a uh, mini golf tournament, though. That was...
1: Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah, there's a Pirates of the Car. Was it Pirates of the Caribbean Golf? There was something. That poor yeah. guy. He was there. It was closing at eleven thirty. The last, the last foursomes can go on at eleven thirty. We got there at eleven thirty one, and EJ went and prepaid for like twenty people, and then we all kind of showed up in, in, in spans of groups, and that eh, was the thing. They yeah. were they were not happy to see us. They were not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. We had fun. <laughs> we did have fun. Yeah. I did miss out on the Mario Andretti night. There's a Mario Andretti super cart. There's little fast go karts. I missed out on that night. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that one either. Because I wasn't invited.
0: <laughs> That's okay. There, there's so many good things there and so many cool things to see. Um, you know, I stopped by the Costa sunglasses booth and they've just got you know so much stuff there. Uh, Folks at Sims, you know,
1: the
0: the, the thing about Sims is is their clothing is expensive. But I mean, I've got some Sims stuff that I've had personally that I've had for 15 years. It's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's not a lifestyle. That's the one thing that always cracks me. If you go to these shows, there are so many new latest greatest lifestyle brands. You know, salt mm-hmm. this fish. What you know? Right. And it's like, oh, the latest, greatest, you know, lifestyle brand. But then you look mm-hmm. at brands like Sims that have been around forever,
1: mm-hmm. and they're just making quality, quality stuff. Yeah, brands. they have a dog. We hit. We did the Sims uh, rain jackets about what three years ago. We did. Oh right, right. I and, and actually, you know what? I barely use it fishing. I use it in the winter. Really, right. when, when I when I at minus forty, put you know a specific jacket on, you know that's my go to jacket. I have you know other Gore-Tex jackets and everything, but that's my go to. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, you no, know, lots lots of clothing happening. Lots of uh, companies, brands recognizing that fishing is a pretty significant market. So there's been a couple of new clothing brands and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Luke, seriously, any new PFDs you recommend that were introduced at iCast? I think a lot more PFDs get introduced at like Paddle Sports Retailer. They do, yeah. Or at, well, used to be at Outdoor Retailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how much Paddle Sports is still at Outdoor Retailer, but um, more stuff there. I didn't see any new, you know, I wear a tat. I will say this, the main thing with your PFD is try several of them on and make sure it's one that's comfortable hmm. so you'll wear it and if you have if you have the chance put it on and try it on while you're sitting in a kayak so yeah. you know how it fits
1: with the seat of the boat that you're using yeah you know, i would i would actually say that there wasn't there was maybe just NRS that was a kayak fishing brand for kayak fishing friendly brand for 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 fishing there and that's testimony like you said most most new releases for paddle sports happen at paddle sports retailer um which is in the end of august so um, i think you're going to see more releases there than you're going to see at icas
0: yeah i i think so um What is this one? Do you still sell the coolers with flaws in them at a discount price? And we're talking about Orion coolers.
1: Uh, So they're called blems. And for the most part, a blem is a color. So we do what we call roto molded. So you put a whole bunch of plastic into, in three different, you know, if it's a green, white, green cooler, you do a stripe of white, you do a stripe of green, a stripe of white, stripe of green. And then it goes into a rotation. You know, it gets heated up and it gets rotated in the mold, and the plastic melts and blows out. Well, sometimes it's actually literally blows out, so the all the white kind of blows together, and it kind of comes out, eh, not so 100% perfect. And that's what we call a blam. So uh, yes, we do. There's a 2000. So every year we take. You know, right now we're in 2018. So the 2018. Blem coolers are on sale. Uh, color and Blem coolers are on sale on on uh, OrionCoolers.com. It's like twenty percent discount or twenty five percent. Yeah, oh, that's cool.
0: And I tell you what, like you know, I've got the Seafoam um, Orion mm-hmm. cooler that matches the Seafoam wow. Blue Sky, and it, man, it sure looks good on there. <laughs> Yeah. It is it is a good looking one. Yeah, we we, we played with some solid colors this year, so you'll see some more
1: solid colors coming out.
0: Let's give uh, Damon Bungard some some love. Uh what's up because I saw something today. The uh said, pardon? <laughs> the Orion Kennels. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. really cool. And he actually posted one that had some really cool colors on it.
1: It looks like a Rastafarian gone wild. Uh, yeah, the, the kennels, you know, obviously he's, he's a sportsman and, uh, uh a big part of his style of being a sportsman is, is birding and, 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 chasing down, you know, white tailed deer and stuff like that. And he, he breeds his dogs basically to, to find animals. He's got this one dog that goes out and finds animals. So, you know, care for his, his, his man's best friend is a big part of what he does. You know he's stra he's bringing them on atvs and he's bringing them in rough roads and pickup trucks and uh he's long been trying to get us to do something because we were in the road molding business we can kind of solve a lot of the problems that are out there when it comes to transporting animals and um he basically spearheaded the ryan kennels program and did just that you know we have a four size forces of kennels from a little tiny chihuahua to you know the big Dalmatian kind of style kennels, the extra largest, and, uh, um, you know, he did a whole bunch of stuff with safety, you know, he's kind of, when you tie kennels down most of the time, all the time, they tie down direct to the kennel itself. They, this, these ones tie down to a rope system so that if there's any impact, the ropes are used to kind of absorb the impact. So they kind of pull, Pulled through. It's oh, okay. kind of a shock absorber. It's kind of a shock absorber. So he did that, and then there's comfort and breathing, and and the door was like, the door itself was like six months of just scratching their heads trying to figure out how to solve all the problems of the current doors with the little squeeze latches and all this stuff that you see. Um, uh, so yeah, you, just like we did with coolers, and and we do with kayaks, we went out and solved problems and challenges that that enthusiasts face is when in this case, when they bring their dogs out to the wilderness, um, yeah,
0: and at all kinds of attachment points, uh, yep add accessories to it though. Um, if anybody's interested in those, it's, it's Orion kennels, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I said, I got a brief look at them at the show and they're, they're very impressive compared to, yep. I, I'm a dog lover. We've got four dogs. I don't crate my dogs, but, uh, you know, anything to do with dogs always catches my eye and they look really cool. Uh, Corey, uh, Colito, as a question, I'm wondering what is your idea for me? I'm six foot four, three hundred and twenty, and I'm looking for a kayak. And then he said, "Below that, sit on top."
1: Yeah, no, well, the big rig. There's a bunch of them out there. Um, the big rig HD F D is pretty good. Even the Cusa HD or F D or is a good size for you. They're wide enough, so you're looking at a width between, you know, thirty six to thirty eight inches wide. That'll you know you'll actually be able to stand um six foot four you're you got a high center of gravity um the blue sky is a good one you know obviously if you want to take delete the word kayak and put boat there and it's it'll be in the same price range as maybe a little bit more expensive than what you're getting for a, a kayak that stable you know the the P A bpa is good too but you're talking about the same price as a as a blue sky as well but uh yeah in that range, a larger. Yeah,
0: range. I, I think you know. Like I said I think the big rig would actually work well. I mean that that thing carries a ton of weight and it is mm-hmm. so 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 stable. Uh, you know, of course, we always say you know if you have the opportunity, get out there and try some out. If you can get to a demo day, your local shop. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, try some different boats, see what you're the most comfortable in. Um, I will say this: don't don't overestimate the importance of stability Mm -hmm. when you're first testing out boats, because there is a learning curve and sometimes you get into a boat, people get into a boat, they're like, okay, you know, I really want stability. And then they get something that, you know, for their size is just so big, they can't even paddle it. Absolutely. You know, so you can learn stability. Uh, This is the one thing I used to always say when I was really in faster boats is you can learn stability, but you'll never make a slow boat fast. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so um, and you know, having said that, you're comfortable paddling, but uh, that big rig, I mean, I personally, and I'm, you know, I'm over 200 pounds. I can stand, put all my weight to one side of that boat,
1: right. and
0: it's still stable enough. You know, you can stand up and dance on it. Well, we
1: we so after the Cusa FD, which was designed more for paddling than paddling, you can still paddle it. Uh, we kind of went back to the drawing board with the big rig, and the cool thing about that is you can it. Again, Tony Lee and his gang made sure that you can paddle it. So we have the HD version, which is a paddleable version. Then you've got a pod that you can switch out and, and turn it into an FD version, and that's compatible with both the pedals and the motor. Right. So um, it's kind of a you know it tracks probably that's probably our best tracking kayak. Uh, you know, one below the Kraken and one below the um, the Kilroy. Uh, when it comes to tracking, it really moves well. So if you're a big guy, you want stability, but you still want to be able to move, whether you're using your arms, your legs, or a motor, it, it's a pretty good, pretty good option. Well, yeah, I mean, and you bring
0: that up. It, the the HDFD, you, know, you can start it out as a paddling boat, and then if you figure, hey, you know, I'd really like to get into those pedals, it's just a matter of you know, pulling out the pod, putting in the pedal pod, and you got a pedal boat. And then if okay. you go, okay, well, I want to move up to that e-drive. Then it's just a matter of dropping the e drive in the same spot yep. as
1: where your pedals were. So it's it's a really it's really is a boat you can grow with. Yeah, and and a lot of people have you know we're we're seeing a lot of people getting the HD paddling around and especially the competitive guys who want to get into pedal drive and be able to sit to hover on spot and deal with wind and and be hands free and you know get those. 20% more casts in, you know, when they're in the, on the, on the tournament trail, they'll, they'll graduate to that. Now you'll see the tournament trails because they're so friendly to motors. Uh, now they're able to step up. So we're, we're, we're really the only platform that you can do that with, especially the big rig, big rig is a big rig in the, and the blue sky are, you know, even the blue sky, you can't paddle as well. You know, it's more of a sup, kind of paddling experience. But the big rig is probably the only product on the market where you can truly paddle really well, pedal really well and and have a motor. And that the motor is more effective. The, the flex drive E motor is more effective on the blue sky than it is any other boat. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Hey, he also said, uh, I use one that you can go
0: inside and rolled and eat the water. <laughs> Uh yeah. white Whitewater that. guy.
1: Whew. There we go. <laughs> yeah. We Dream roll that. and eat the water all the time in Whitewater. Um
0: Mike McKenna, does the KUSA FD convert to flex
1: drive? Well so so Ed Mike is flex drive. <laughs> so first first of all, the FD is uh are you talking about the E drive? Maybe he's talking about the E drive. Probably, probably that's. He- so the Flex drive is if you look on the top, it's basically a unit that goes on top of a lower unit. So you have an upper unit, and a low, upper unit and a lower unit. You unscrew the upper unit, take that off, and you take the Flex drive and you slide it right in. Two screws and you're off. So it's uh, the Flex drive. Anything with any FD is compatible with the Flex drive E.
0: Flex drive, and that's it. It's the Flex drive. Yeah, I I have a habit of just calling it the e drive. Well, we called it the
1: e drive for many for like a year, and then yeah. we realized that I can't remember who. I think it was. It might have been Minn Kota or someone has an e drive already. It's not trademarked, but man, if you're Google searching, you Google search e drive, and, you know, you end up. Now we're taking over this the Google <laughs> the Google search results for it, but uh, we went with Flex drive e so.
0: Kokomo Beach Curaçao is watching. Is that where that came from that gonna go down to Kokomo? That's a
1: surf song, right?
0: I know, but wasn't that right? Yeah, is that where that came from? I didn't know Kokomo was in Curacao. I I don't know. James, we've been on an hour. And I just finished my bachelor beer. And I just finished my, my ballast point. I really like
1: that balance point. That's the one you brought to Puerto Rico. We had a beautiful balcony evening involving the oh, grapefruit right. yeah. tinted. Uh, that was it was new out then, I think. Yeah, it could have been anyway. But.
0: Yeah. And wishing our best to old Omar Araka and hoping that everything uh, turns around in his life because that was yeah. a great place and uh, great people. But anyway, uh, James thank you so much for this last minute deciding to join me i I, um wait i wasn't your first choice uh you were about fifth well then i'm not gonna do it (laughs) i'm not gonna do it you were my first choice after the other guy no showed on me there you go so i i really appreciate it good times at icast uh i'm sure we'll be seeing you again soon cheers bye everybody. everybody take care man cheers Well, that went by fast. I really appreciate everybody joining us as always. um, Remember our shows are brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Um, If you are going on the water this weekend, remember please always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Take care. It's not. Oh, boy.